Does it feel a little cliche to pick out a word of the year? Yeah, it does, but I'm doing it anyway, and you should too. And today I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to share mine, and I'm going to share how I used it in my planning practice to keep me on track, to keep me focused, uh, to kind of be my North Star, if you will. Look, I know you're here because this career is kind of strange, right? It's hard and it can be overwhelming, but you know it's possible to have your dream business. You know, the one that you are running instead of it running you. (laughs) Hi, I'm Libby Grywe, and I built a 100% referral-only planning practice and grew it to seven figures as a solo advisor career agent, all while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year to really lean into being a mom, a wife, a friend, a sister, a daughter, and frankly, a travel-obsessed human. I'm here to teach you how to do exactly the same and to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling, organizing, and creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. We are about to transform your practice, so move over, Advisor ADD. It's time to take that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. So let's get into it. I am here for all the New Year's stuff. I love this time of the year. I'm obsessed with planners. I love a clean slate. I love a fresh start. Although there were years at certain points in my career, like back in the beginning of going to zero, that totally stressed me out. You know, that idea that it's a brand new year and I have to produce all of this income. I eventually moved past that and instead now I get super excited about it. So I originally wrote this podcast as an article, but I had a last minute thought to record this as a quick kind of shorty podcast. I have laryngitis, so short felt right to me today, Um, but I'm kind of sad about pushing back some of the content that I had planned. I'm super pumped up about some of the upcoming stuff, but got to pivot and be flexible. So here I am. (laughs) As an advisor, it is just so easy to get distracted by all the shiny, interesting things. And you know the ones I'm talking about. You've laid out your perfect, well-crafted business plan, and then it happens. You hear a speaker drop some amazing knowledge at a conference, and you get back to the office and add this idea to your business. Or maybe you jump on a mastermind call with some peers, and an advisor friend shares a marketing strategy that's working for her. And then you get back to your office and add this idea to your business too. (laughs) You essentially abandon that perfect, well-thought-out business plan because you get distracted by new and interesting ideas. I don't know if that feels familiar to you or maybe even more familiar. You come back to the office and these ideas just get like half fleshed out, right? Like they get added to some to-do list and they never fully make it to the done list. At least that's how I rolled for a long time in my career. I never had a shortage of ideas. I'm one of those people who just, ideas just flow. Marketing activities to try, ways to improve our planning process, inter-office systems to fine tune. The list goes on and on and on. And my team used to dread me coming back from any type of training or event because I know they were bracing for impact, right? They were preparing for me to walk in the door and say, guys, I have some amazing ideas I want to (laughs) implement. Over time, I figured out how to keep those shiny objects as possible 
possibilities for my business and things to implement in the future, but not as a distraction to the main goals that I had already laid out. So there are two main things that I did, right? The first was I figured out how to identify what I wanted to do and I developed a system to go get it done. One that allowed me to pivot, but not get distracted. And I'm going to share that system with you guys in some upcoming podcast episodes. This is my system for just setting up and knocking down goals like it's nobody's business, just 10 minutes at a time. So take a listen to those episodes when you see them come through. If you have a hard time kind of figuring out what to do next in your practice, or if you haven't found a good way to set and accomplish goals that really, really move the needle and you actually like do the thing. (laughs) The second thing I did was figure out a word of the year. And I know it feels cheesy, but I'd carefully select this word and I'd use it all year long as a basis for my decision-making. It really became kind of the North Star that guided me. Often it was a word for how I wanted to feel in my business, or sometimes it was a word that described how I wanted to show up as a business owner or a leader. So I often see advisors pick arbitrary GDC goals, production goals, revenue goals. The downside is, Unless your goals are tied to like a really strong why, those business plans that you work so hard to put together to meet those GDZ goals hardly get looked after, you know, looked at after maybe February, February, maybe February. I'll give you till February 3rd. So I hopped on a mastermind call with some advisors, I don't know, maybe about a month ago. And it was interesting because we were talking about goals and goal setting and, you know, developing kind of their why. And it was so interesting to kind of hear why they don't stick to their business plans, Um, you know, as I was kind of researching and digging in. And it's because their why had nothing to do with revenue. Their why had nothing to do with GDC. Their why had nothing to do with production. So unless your goals are actually tied to a strong why, you're not going to follow through on a bunch of plans that you put together for a goal that really genuinely doesn't matter to you. So instead, I propose you kind of pick a word that reminds you of all of those beginning of the year motivational feels that you had for your business. Um, I saw a meme the other day, and it was Uncle Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you know, the one that was like lazy and laid there in bed. And it said something to the effect of like, Uncle Joe just laid in bed and let everyone else take care of him until it was time to go to the candy factory. Then he jumped out of bed like a mofo (laughs) and it made me laugh, but it's right. Maybe he was laying in bed because he just needed a stronger why. Chocolate factory, that was his why. That got him excited. He got out of bed. (laughs) He just needed to be connected to his real motivation. So for example, one year my word was freedom. I became an entrepreneur like you for freedom and autonomy, um, all the things that running your own business provides. I wanted to cut back my hours so I could be a more present wife and a more present mom. And I started with cutting Fridays, right? And if an opportunity popped up, I'd look at my word of the year that I had printed out on my bulletin board. Um, I'm not really fancy. I know some people like paint rocks with their word or have a bracelet made with their word. I just like straight up printed it out and stuck it on a bulletin board with a thumbtack. Um, But I would use that. I would look at that word. And if the opportunity was on a Friday or it meant that I might have to work a Friday to catch up for the time that this opportunity took from me, you know, Monday through Thursday, it was a no. 
You know, if the idea or the ask was something that was going to impact that goal of feeling freedom, which to me was taking Fridays off at the time, I knew by saying no, that I was honoring the way that I wanted to feel. I didn't want to feel overwhelmed. I didn't want to feel rushed. I didn't want to feel stressed. And I didn't want to not enjoy the activity or the opportunity because I felt all those other things. So maybe your goal might to be to feel more calm or more organized or more whatever, less overwhelmed. Maybe it's less stuff. And then you just use that as a barometer for all of your amazingly fun, interesting, shiny ideas that you have all year long. Or you might pick a word that defines how you want to show up in your business this year. Maybe this is the year that you are sick of having all of those baller ideas half done. So your word might be focus, or maybe your word might be grow. And all of your decisions are compared against the idea of, well, does this make me grow? Maybe it's grow your business. Maybe it's grow your own personal acumen, or maybe it's growing your leadership skills. You know, it could be anything. Some other words that I've used in the past are expand, resilient, accelerate, perseverance, fun. I loved that one. And bold. (laughs) So for 2022, my word is implement. For me, restarting the efficient advisor means that there is a ton to do. (laughs) And I have no shortage of ideas. I'm still like that. I have all the ideas of all the different ways I want to help the, you know, help advisors on their journey. But just like in my financial planning practice, I have to pick the few that I feel most strongly about and implement. I can't help anyone if I don't do the thing. (laughs) The other of meaning of implement for me this year is I know part of my calling is to help other advisors implement too. I know you, I know you've got great ideas, but not enough time to get them done and perfected. And I'm going to help you filter, decide, and implement those ideas this year so that you can move forward and feel the way that you want to feel in your business. So I invite you to implement with me or to create your own word of the year. And I'd love for you to share yours in the word of the year thread that I'll start over in the Efficient Advisor community. So check out that post. Maybe you'll get some inspiration. I am always amazed at the words that people come up with. I find it really fascinating and it always makes me kind of want to switch mine (laughs) because I feel like everybody's word is cooler than mine, but don't do that. If you have a word, you know, or if if God gives you a word, you go with that. Um, But you can visit that thread to gain inspiration, to get accountability, and maybe your word will be the one that inspires others. So if you're not part of the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook, I invite you to join it and I will link it in the show notes. Also, the Efficient Advisor website has all kinds of free resources for you. Um, Is it how I want it to look right now? No, things change over two years. I had it turned off for two years, but you know what? I always say just move forward and make it perfect later. So on there, there is a video library with tons of videos, um, including like a three-part series on hiring with a hiring expert. Um, there's just a whole bunch of stuff out there. There's favorite books, favorite office supplies that we used to talk about at our live events, just a whole bunch of things. So, okay, okay. I'm wrapping this up. I just love sharing. (laughs) I'm one of those people that when I figure something out, I just want to turn around and tell that person who's like five minutes behind me, you know, Hey, I just figured this thing out and you know, I want to tell you about it or, Oh, I just found this new resource or tool. I just love kind of sharing and helping that person along who's just 
right there. So maybe I overshare. I don't know. But (laughs) thank you for attending my TED Talk. I'm just joking. Until next time, I'll see you in the Efficient Advisor community. And I'm looking forward to hearing your word of the year.